When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Jason and Alexis show podcast presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. And thanks for the beer. Lex, Dawn, I think we should go to lunch, and I have a great idea. Lex, are you in? I'm in. Let's go. Me too. You're in too, Dawn? Great. We're going to go to the free house. It's going to be my treat. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited because there are three ways that the free house can serve you. First, we can go inside. And we're going to go inside, you two. We're going to go inside. Or you can order online now from one of their delivery partners or, Dawn, if you don't want to hang out with me, okay, you can pick it up from the restaurant and take it home. But I would prefer we all eat together. Let's go inside. Thank you. You know and what I want to have, Jason? One of those Roto want? Bird baguettes. <gasps> oh, Ooh. I love the Roto Bird baguette. Lex, how about a burger or a salad? What sounds good to you? Um, a salad and I need a beer. Oh, wow. Dawn, listen to that. She wants a free house beer. Mama needs a beer, Lex. Mama needs a beer. Mama's getting out. Mama's having a free house beer. Okay, well, Lex and Dawn and all of you go to freehousempls.com. You can see the menu. You can order online and everything right there. Again, it's freehousempls.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. To Jason and Alexis sit in the morning on my talk with a 7-1, everything entertainment, everything circus peanuts are disgusting. I'm Jace with Lex. Don <laughs> McClain is off. Grant filling in. Kenny's here as well, keeping you safe and notified on the 35W, on the 494, the 694, and all frontage roads. Ooh, yes, mm-hmm. and ramps opening up again. I know this is a... Kenny, you and Colleen were talking about all the different ways to get around that. Now it's open. Yeah. Can you believe that ramp has been closed? The southbound 35W exit, the 35th in South Minneapolis, has been closed since June of 2018. (laughs) Which? Wait, wait, wait. Which one now? Which one? it's the exit it's a it's a double exit you can uh, you exit 35th or you and once you get up on the frontage road you can go down to 36 so it's in south minneapolis in that construction zone it's been closed for over 2 years jason oh two my years <laughs> that's not now see i look i know i don't know anything about city planning or the engineering that goes behind that just seems like that shouldn't be allowed <laughs> 
people you know, get so mad get about done. this stuff too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm, I, I look. I know there again. There are much smarter people planning this. That just seems like that shouldn't be allowed to close an entire exit for. It's not like a weekend. It's two years. <laughs> You know, it's so funny yep. that you say that because when I first started doing traffic, I, I used to get really, really outraged about full closures on the weekend. You know, they'd close down 35W between the Crosstown and downtown. And I'd rant and rave and bitch and complain and cry and be a big baby about it. And now, you know, years later, it, it doesn't, I don't even have a second thought about it. It's like, eh, here comes mm-hmm. another full closure, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, because for exits are being closed for two years. Two years. <laughs> yeah, now that's I'm with fast you and Colleen. You... Now, yeah. <laughs> that's fast. I lived in Boston at the time they were doing the big dig, and that took a decade. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> all the funding issues they had oh. there. And wasn't the mafia somehow involved oh, in some yeah. of that there was all yeah all kinds of stories about that going on and the funding yeah was it corrupt were what was going on because it's under you know it's under the water so you know right. all of the doing that just alone to try to get the you know construction for that right and oh man yeah oh what a headache but but yeah two years though still it's oh. a long time that that's yeah it's a long time that's nuts oh my goodness well and then well then you and you have projects like uh the redo of the 35w bridge that was like you know snippety snippety under a year yeah, yeah that was year. like yep. boom i mean it was like let's get that up i mean obviously there were different circumstances in that in that case but wow yeah. and then you have that and then and then <laughs> then the the exit two years Wow. Well, how long, the, the, Kenny, how, remind me, how long is the whole 35W project supposed to go? We yeah, still we've have a couple. another year. Yeah, we've got we, at least another year. It's yep. ahead of schedule, though, isn't it? It is. And, and yeah. they get paid more, right, by finishing things ahead of time? Is that true? They or is do. That not? Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, that's also true. So there's incentive there. To yep. get it done. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what we're all here. waiting for is the ramp, here. the ramps from 35W to westbound 94 to open, to and from uh, 94 to open. So you could go northbound 35W onto westbound 94 and over through the tunnel. We're just oh god, we need that one open. Yes. And then we need the exit from eastbound 94 to southbound 35W open. And I drive through there, and it's like, uh, is it going to be this week? Is it going to be next week? Is it going to be next month? Let's get it done. Yeah, but they are making progress. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, good. Well, and then and then downtown, uh, you know, there's so many things uh, that's just really hurting downtown. Uh, one of them too is Hennepin Avenue. The construction on Hennepin Avenue. I don't even I don't even look down Hennepin Avenue. I I, I right. don't even look at it because it's yeah. it's. I'm not kidding. I don't even look down the way because it's you now the whole thing is closed. I think I I I've I haven't driven on on Hennepin in in a year, and I think we still have another year to go on that on that redo, uh, which is hurting wow. businesses. On yeah, I mean it's all tore up. I mean completely tore up hopefully with less traffic in that area they're able to get that done because you know winter's coming yeah 
I know. I've, I've noticed that there's like more traffic. I feel like when we kind of shut down for a little bit, I feel like they put more out there because there were less people on the roads to kind of get yeah. some stuff done. No, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. And that includes a project on 94 between Maple Grove and uh, Clear Lake. Um, they're really making good progress on there on that, and it's due to the lack of traffic. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, but we still well, get a, a lot of complaints about that. Well, there's People one just, net positive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just, just one. No, I just, I'm, I'm anxious to see. <laughs> I'm anxious to see Hennepin done. I'm anxious to see. Yeah, I hope it's a little prettier than what they did in Nicollet Mall. Because <laughs> that was, <laughs> we spent four years and I don't know. And, oh, and, yeah. and, and it, it's we need some more trees up in there or something. It just, that's a lot of concrete. Anyway, uh, hey, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. My Talk 1071 has put together a list of resources to raise awareness and highlight a lot of great local organizations. You can learn all about them at mytalk1071.com and enter keyword awareness. Uh, when we come, uh, when we come back, uh, what has Ellen's ratings been like since she returned? I will have that news. Plus, Alexis finished Ratchet. How yes. does she feel about the end? You'll find out when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the seventies or eighties. I'm starved. Got any pizza in the freezer? We make fresh pizza. That's complicated. Not anymore. We use pizza in a skillet from Chef Boyardee. (laughs) You really make it fresh in a skillet? Sure. Everything comes in the box. And you make it on top of the stove in just 15 minutes. Just spread the dough, then add the sauce and shredded cheese. Making it fresh makes it delicious. Mmm, delicious. And so fast. Pizza in a skillet from Chef Boyardee. Cook delicious homemade pizza in just 15 minutes. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. You know, when I'm hungry, I want pizza in a skillet. That's what I want. No, no, no. I want it now. Kenny, Kenny, I want it right now. (laughs) I want it right now. Pizza in yeah. a Skillet by Chef Boyardee. Just spread I, the dough. <laughs> every time she says it, I'm like, spread the dough in your skillet with that, <laughs> with that fake earth cheese sauce or whatever from Chef Boyardee. Oh, oh just that pizza I wonder if that and didn't then, last uh, long. Stay close to that bathroom for the next 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know which way. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. My tummy is now a little gurgly. I'm just. Oh. Anyway, um, 719 is uh, the time you finished Ratchet Lex. I did. Okay. Jace, you were okay. so. Right. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, should I, I, was, I should have maybe no. prolonged that a little bit longer. Huh? No, I was afraid if I'm like, oh, please, I, I hope you were with me on this because I want you to love it as much as I did. Yes. Okay. So we talked about the puppet show yesterday. That was a fantastic episode. I also loved the ending where the three ladies are sitting by the pool in Mexico. And this is in the 40s. And Nurse Bucket sitting there and she says something like, Look at the three of us. We're women just doing it for ourselves. We don't need any men to help us do this. We're making our own lives. And I just felt like, yeah, woman power here. Especially at that time when women had, what, three options? You could be a ter- teacher, a nurse, or a mom, right? Yeah. So to to just 
see that moment, that was really cool. Uh, but the way that it ends, it's still very anxiety ridden and it does open up for another episode, another season. So I don't yep. know if they're going to do that. Is there any word about that or? Oh yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're doing another season. Oh, they're they are. Absolutely, okay. Oh yeah. There is going to be a season two of Ratchet on Netflix. Oh yes. It's a perfect way to set up for a second season because there's, there's some closure, but not completely tied up and oof, so good. So, it's so good. So- the other person that um, I think you see her more toward the end of this season, who I hope gets nominated for something, is the woman who plays Charlotte, the patient who has multiple personalities. Yeah. She yeah. is dynamic. I don't yep. know. Has she been in other... Is she one of his muses and I just don't recognize her? Um, I think um, so. I think so. She is incredibly talented and uh, plays... We don't want to give anything away. Um, yeah. She plays a role. She, she plays a role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just that. say that. Weren't you shocked, though? Oh, like, oh. Uh, the, the, Yeah. Her sequence... Oh, her name is Sophie Anoeda. Okaneda. Oh, my Okanado. I'm sorry if I'm totally butchering that, but she uh, is the actress. She is. Yes, Jace, you're right. You expect one thing and it just it. Yeah, it's great. If you uh, there's it is gory and there are some moments that are very uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, but the story it it just it sticks with you. It makes you think about a lot of things. Yeah, um, and also just being out at that time, um, you know, g- gay, lesbian, and just what the challenges. Like you've said too, that there's still a lot of challenges now, but especially back then. Yep, living authentically and yeah, just was it's... not. You were sent to a psycho, a psychic, psychiatric ward. Yep, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, or or you were in places like this uh, that would put you in boiling water, uh, and that is based on a real therapy. They oh. tried that with with lesbians. They would put them in boiling water in tubs and bathtubs to try to literally boil it out of them. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, oh. and that's wow. where I had to mute the show for a little bit. Yeah, that was a very difficult scene to watch, and. Oof. Yeah, all of those conversion therapies uh, are just horrendous. And all of them, though, though dramatized and changed a little bit. Uh, Ryan Murphy, uh, the, the team did research, and they're all based based on either similar procedures or uh, uh, documented cases. And it, so even though this show is a rather outlandish, there mm-hmm. is a ribbon. There's a ribbon of reality underneath it that makes it even more terrifying. Because even though, right, Lex? I mean, even though yes. they ramped up everything, you know... You know, to some degree, there's truth, and oh, it makes yes. what you're watching, because you're thinking, well, did that really happen to somebody? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody in the 60s and or the 40s? This takes place in the 40s. Um, and the, the scary answer is probably yes. yes. Probably yes. Mm-hmm. So. And the other, the other thing, too, that I think is so relevant right now is... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe 
subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The um, Vincent D'Onofrio, he plays uh, a politician, and he's looking to be reelected. And just some of the measures that he goes to uh, in order to, well, hopefully that that happens for him you know for him um the some of the choices that he makes too that are more politically based versus humanity so there's i mean there's some ribbons of truth there and also you know for today too it just makes you think about that um and also thinking about the death penalty too yeah it's it's a it's a it's i i'll say it again ratchet is ryan murphy's first show for me same case, you know. Yeah, since season two of American Horror Story that I have liked from top to bottom. Look, was every episode perfect? No. I mean, there, there, I look, there is no perfect show, no perfect season, but I, I, for all the Lex, for all the reasons Lex just laid out, I loved this. Um, you can watch it yourself, Ratchet on Netflix. I want to get to this uh, story since I teased it because we have a special guest coming up. Yeah. So Ellen's ratings, uh, she did really well. She did really well the first episode. Her season premiere back was one of the biggest uh, in many years. But since then, her ratings have dropped 37% um, compared to last year. And that is above now all talk shows except there's a little uptick for Tamron Hall and for live with Kelly Lee and uh, Ryan Lee but other than that all other talk shows to be fair are down as well Um, but Ellen is down the most Uh, Dr. Phil's down Rachel Ray is down um, uh, Wendy Williams is down uh, everybody is down and but Ellen is the Unfortunately, not on a list that she wants. She's down around 37% from last year. So, yeah, well, you know, that curiosity factor for that first episode, I thought that it would last at least two weeks, just the curiosity, but I guess it was one and done. Yeah, and it proves, I mean, it, it stories like this uh, can really, really ding. I mean, really ding your reputation, especially if you're known as kind of the queen of nice. And yep. if you, and, and again, I, I will make one more comment about this. I, yeah, I, w- I was really surprised. And though it was a, you know, a small sample group and it was just here in Minnesota and just the people that watch my show, when we posted Lex on the Jason Show Facebook page, um, yeah. uh, you know, hey, tell us your feelings about Ellen or what does she need to say to win you back? The, the, the majority of comments were... I'm done with her forever. Um, I'm done. Uh, I I haven't liked her for a while. Um, ah. They people, and it was a mix wow. of Cranking. 
Yeah, people did not. This that is what surprised me the most. Now, was this before or after that first episode? Did they not before, feel like they want before? Oh, it before was even before that. Oh, um, the scaring turned people off. They consider that bullying, which I'm not going to argue with people about that today. I I do not have the bandwidth. But anyway, um, <laughs> I do not have the space in my hard drive. But not um, today, Satan. Not yeah. today, Satan. It's a fun uh, Friday today. It's a fun Friday. But uh, and they didn't like that she. Went Went political um, years ago that she came out in favor of uh, of Hillary Clinton in 2016. That I can understand, given the climate that we're living in. That makes sense to me. Um, Oprah saw ratings decline when uh, she, for the first time ever, fully endorsed a presidential candidate in Barack Obama. Uh, but but the, the scaring thing threw my crew for a loop, because that was a lot of the comments. And I thought, wow. I didn't know that bothered people because mm. I'm sorry if this makes me. I enjoy those. I watch those montages. I, I don't know. I think it's funny, but I, but I don't know. That shocked me. But it seems like some people, a lot of people, were turned off from her even before the scandal. Even is before. my point in all this? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they've been swirling around these rumors for years and years. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Seven twenty-eight. Everybody, when we come back, our good friend Shaletta will join us live. Stay with us. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to 71? Everything entertainment, everything love. I'm Jace with Lex. Grant filling in for Dawn. We have Kenny here as well, talking about all those fabulous exit openings. Yeah. And uh, and now we're welcoming uh, a good friend uh, back to our show. Uh, she's a pure example of uh, she does it all. I mean, literally, she does it all. She is an author, a mother, a host, a singer, a dancer, an auctioneer, a realtor, a professional uh, opera star, a city planner, uh, a friend. Uh, she does it all. And uh, now she's on uh, a mission. Our good friend Shaletta returns to our show. Good morning, Shaletta. My apologies, my apologies. I will I will add that to your next Good intro, Shaletta. I'm I'm it's, very it's ghetto girl gymnastics routine. G G G. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lots of somersaults. <laughs> I got some t-shirts and stuff, girl. I don't even—I can't even tell you the description of what it looks like, girl. I have to send you a video. I'll probably go viral if we put it online. Please do, especially now in COVID, because you're all—you're wearing masks with it, and oh, yeah, you gotta stay away from each other. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm, the whole—the whole, the whole little body suit look like a mask. Uh huh. Don't, don't make me send it to you. Don't make me send it to you. <laughs> well, uh, G G G, get on girl gymnastics. That's how I roll. That's right. Uh, well, we'll go back to we'll, we're going to go. We're going to have fun a little bit later. But uh, I, I, is here for a serious reason, and we'll talk about I'm that, and then we'll have and then we'll have some laughs with her too. But we want to start off, Shaletta, Um I, I on behalf of all of us, you know, Shaletta's had a really difficult uh, six seven weeks as well um, uh, with family and dealing with Hurricane uh, yes. Laura as well six weeks ago. How are you doing, Shaletta, with that? We are okay. You know, it was difficult. Um, you know, the storm came, and you know, you've seen it. you got family and friends there down in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, it devastated the town. It looked like a bomb dropped. Yeah. And the day after the storm, I called and checked in on all my relatives. Everybody was fine. Legs. They were like, okay, cool, yep. You know, we rode it out, and, you know, we're good, and, you know, everything's okay. We're going to clean up. 
And so everybody was healthy, and I posted on Facebook because I think Lexi liked it. I was like, thank y'all yeah. for checking in on my family. Everybody's good. Everybody's doing well. We appreciate your prayers. And the next morning, five of my relatives were dead. Carbon monoxide yeah. poisoning. Um, they were in the house, um, and they had a generator, but they didn't put it outside the house because they were afraid somebody would steal it because that's what people were doing. They were going by folks' house looking yep. for generators and stealing them. Yep. And so my elderly relatives were there, um, and so my cousin didn't want anybody to take the generator because her mother needed the oxygen and stuff. So they put it in a garage where the winds and stuff were blowing so bad from Hurricane Laura that it closed the garage door. So all the fumes went in the house. While they were sleeping. And so they woke up dead. Yeah. And, you know, Soletta, what I thought was, what a horrific, sad twist. You know what I mean? Your relatives survived. They survived the storm. And it wasn't ultimately the storm that, you know what I mean? I I thought, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because it was just amazing because we had just talked to everybody, yeah. and everybody was good. I promise you, I, I was like on Facebook, thank everybody for their prayers. You know, I just checked in with all my kinfolk. Everybody's doing well. We appreciate you. Uh, you know, just keep them in prayer because the town is devastated. Everybody's going to have to rebuild and regroup, but, you know, at least we're healthy. And it wasn't even 12 hours later. They found so, out. honey, let me tell you something. You better thank God for your loved ones. Yeah. Because oh. You never know when your time or their time is coming. So don't hold grudges. Don't be unkind. Y'all know one thing about me is I love to smile and laugh and joke. And it's because life is too short to walk around here mad and upset at anybody for anything at any time for any reason. Uh, because you mm-hmm. just you don't you don't want your days to be cut short and you just don't want to live your life like that. No, I told the crew, Shalette, I told the crew, and I know you and I were texting back and forth when I, when I went down to Lake Charles to rescue my mom, uh, it changed me, you know, seeing that town, Shaletta, and seeing the, the conditions the people were living in, um, post hurricane, I, you don't, you don't walk away from something like that, the same person, you know, you really don't. No, no, no. haven't seen it yet because we just felt like it wasn't safe to go down with the children. Um, So I missed the funeral. Um, But, you know, the pictures and the video and my mother calling me, you know, my grandmother's home, my everybody's home, the schools, the libraries, um, everything. I mean, it looked like a bomb went off. And the little town is so small, they just don't have the infrastructure to bounce back like that. This is not a New York or L.A. Mm. This is not even, you know, a a St. Paul. This This is Oakdale. Yeah. You know, imagine if somebody dropped the bomb Oakdale. at Oakdale. Well, yeah. Shaletta, and, and, and you know this, I was telling Lex and the crew, also, it wasn't that the infrastructure was damaged, right, Shaletta? It was the infrastructure was destroyed. Their water treatment center, their electricity, the, the power grid, it wasn't like it could be repaired. One of the water treatment centers in the city was gone. I mean, like, oh, yeah. gone. Yeah. We couldn't even, legs, we couldn't even bury our relatives because the funeral home was in the middle of the street. I was wondering about The funeral that. home where we would, like, uh, you know, take the bodies yeah. and stuff. It was yeah. in the street. It yeah. was, I mean, it, it just blew everything up. It's Literally. Like, it's like God just took his hand and pushed everything to the side. Yeah. They don't have, they still don't have water. They still don't have electricity. You know, I was talking to the libraries and they were telling me that, you know, kids are coming to the library to try to check out a book or something because they don't have anything because everything got destroyed. 
and they don't even have books because all of the the library and stuff it got damaged, and they sent me a picture. There's no roof on the library. No. Oh my gosh. Well, luckily well, you're doing something about that. Yeah, Shaletta, can you hold on? Two things. I'm going to laugh at you. Are you microwaving a, a, a breakfast burrito? I heard your microwave go off. Hey, but let me tell you something. I got 15 kids over here. Cameron told Brandon the other day, she was like, now, you know, sometimes mom burns the food, and it's okay. My baby said, but it was in the microwave. Shaletta, I am in, and you know me, I am in no way making fun of what happened. But this is Shaletta. This is how good Shaletta is. Shaletta was, Shaletta's telling a sad ass story. She's like, the, the, the library doesn't have, the library doesn't have a roof and, and God pushed everything. Beep. And in the background, on the yeah. other hand, Shaletta's talking with one hand and closing the microwave door. <laughs> Hear that plate Let's rotating. Let's get that baby over there. Let's know, baby. You oh. be breastfeeding and writing a book oh. and telling a story and singing a song and knitting and making a craft all at yeah. the same time. Let's know. She could tell you. Now, she could tell you a little bit ago, but baby, she could tell you. Oh. Now. now, life has changed oh. dramatically. You are so baby, right. You better so- tell him, girl. You oh. better tell him. Well, well, as Alexis pointed out, Shaletta's doing something real good. Shaletta, can you stick around? Can you can you make that breakfast and stick around for one more segment? I sure can. You know I okay. love y'all. Well, we love you. More with Shaletta when we, when we return. <laughs> Shaletta, your burrito's done. Welcome back, everybody. You know what? Y'all did not pull out the sound effects. Baby, y'all wrong for that. <laughs> Shaletta, I want one. <laughs> Girl, which one you want? Because I got 17 kind over here for picking kids. I got the cheese and egg. I got the cheese and egg and bacon. I got Ooh. the bacon and cheese. I got the sausage. So, you know, you can tell me what kind you want, girl. I got you. Oh, <laughs> we're back more with our buddy uh, Shaletta talking on the radio and making breakfast at the same time. Seriously. Oh, you got so many skills. You got so much going on, Shaletta. Uh-huh. Not only with your kids, but your businesses, your podcasting, your traveling. You got that beautiful RV you told us about Girl, last time. Ooh. We turning that thing into, we calling that the bless bus. We turning that thing into a blessing for other people. You know, when I wrote Cameron Goes to School, the first place I called was Lake Charles, you know, because I got so many family members and stuff there. And yeah. I set up a reading and a story time and then canceled COVID, all, COVID canceled all that. And so when the storm happened and they told me about the library being damaged, um, I was talking to the librarian and she said, you know, we just don't have any supply to give the children. We don't have anything. We have nothing. The kids are coming here for books and don't have anything. And so I said, you know, I want to go down there and grieve, but I need to give. You know, I want to do something to help people. So I knew I didn't have enough money to bless everybody, but I thought, well, I got these books. I called the warehouse. I had 2,000 copies of Cameron Goes to School left. And so I said, you know what, take all my books out of the warehouse. I'm going to just take them all down to Lake Charles. I'm going to stuff them in the RV, take them down to Lake Charles, and give them away to the kids. We'll just pass them out, you know, yeah. and whatever's left over, the library can have it. Well, don't you know Minnesotans showed up and showed out? Baby, the children's book authors at Beavis Palm Press, the company that I published my book through, yeah. called me and said, don't drain your supply. You still got orders out. You know, special education teachers are still buying up the book as kids come back to school. 
we're going to donate our books. They're bringing me cases of their books. This is how these people make their mm-hmm. money, Jason and Alyssa. Yeah. This is how they feed their family. They're giving me food off their table. I have over a 1,000 books wow. to take down to the kids in Lake Charles who lost everything. And then Manhattan Toy Company found out, and they were like, we're donating 500 plushies. I don't know oh. why I'm going to put my kids oh. in the RV. Somebody's going to have to stay behind. Because Strap them on top. Strap them on top. You know, just put put the microwave on 30 yep. and hit star, baby. Your burrito will be ready. Yep. <laughs> I got to get this stuff down to these kids. And then we got Delta coming. You know, as if it wasn't bad enough. They had just started the cleanup process, Jason. People uh, had just started getting lights again. Some folks had water. People were coming back and trying to make life normal again. And then here come a cat, too. Um, barreling down, supposed to be there, you know, Today. tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's it's horrendous. So when when are you gonna go, Shaletta? I uh, am gonna be set up at the uh, Calcasieu Parish, Lake Charles, Louisiana Library, uh, next Friday uh, from nine to noon, and I'm gonna be giving away um, Manhattan toy plushies, and I'm gonna be giving away children's books. Uh, published through Beavis Palm Press in St. Paul. And we have 500 toys and 1,000 books to give away. And uh, we are going to bless those children and put a smile on their faces. You know, and I started a hashtag, MN Loves Lake Charles, because I'm just overwhelmed and they are overwhelmed at the generosity of folks in Minnesota and how they are just giving to the cause. My neighbor called me the other day and told me to stop by her house. She gave me $400 for gas. To get down there. I mean, you know what I mean? People just, people in Minnesota are just amazing and wonderful. Even when I tried to give her the money back, she wouldn't take it. Yeah, and filling up an RV is, that's a lot, isn't it? Your girl, okay? Oh, girl, that thing is a (laughs) gas guzzle. That thing drink gas with a straw. Yes. <laughs> but but isn't it oh, though, Shalada, so just when you think and look, there are there are there there's a lot of knuckleheads out there, but just when you think the world is kind of spiraling out of control, I've said this a lot over the last six weeks, you do find out you, you do discover that there are really, really great people out there, am I right? Oh my god, and people have such huge hearts. And most yeah. people are great people. It's just allow us to get the attention. And that's why I was talking to my neighbor and she said, Don't put me on T V, don't say anything about this on Facebook and don't you go telling Jason and because I was like, I'm gonna be with Jason and Alexis. She's like, Don't you tell Jason and Alexis about this tomorrow You know, because people who do their their good deeds, they just yeah. they just wanna be just a blessing. Do they don't want all the fanfare nope. and, and they're not screaming and they don't have bullhorns and they're not acting a the fool. They just do good and go on about their lives because they live good. And yeah. I I'm just so grateful for, for Minnesotans bringing me their books and toys and donations to get down there and bless these children because I, I, I knew they needed it with Laura, but after going through Laura and then having to deal with Delta, Jason, when I get down there next Friday, I know they're going to need it because whatever yeah. they didn't lose is going to be gone by yep. tonight. Yeah. Wow. Shaletta, how can, uh, now I don't want any of, uh, any more of your kids having to stay home, uh, by themselves, <laughs> but, um, how, how, if people are listening, Shaletta, and they, and they want to help, wh- what can they do? What, what should they do? You know, this is the thing, you know, I, you know, y'all know I ain't got no nonprofit. I always tell people I'm just a mama on the mouth with a mission. I ain't got no GoFundMe. I ain't got no PayPal. I ain't got no 501c3. Just hit me up on my website, ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Let me know what you want to do, and you can do that. So if you want to bring some books or some dolls, if you want to donate some toys, if you want to kick in on some gas money, whatever you want to do, just go to the website and do that. Um, you know, I... 
I don't. I probably should try to be organized, but I'm too busy doing. You know, I, I just yeah. like yes. to do for people. Oh. I don't. I don't want to have the banquets and the glittery dresses and the auctions and stuff. I just want to get out in the community and help people. That's what I'm all about. So I don't have time for the fanfare and the board and all that. We see a need, we just go take care of it and, and try to be a blessing to as many people as possible. Well, right. I'm going to put up you. a link on our show page too at mytalk1071.com just in case you missed that. Now, I love the... y'all so much, man. Oh. I tell you, and, and you know, we really have to appreciate each other now more than ever. Because yeah. yeah. you know, one thing I learned losing two generations in my of my family in a matter of hours is that life is so short. Yep. And we can't take advantage of an opportunity to say I love you because I love you both and I appreciate you both being allies um, and advocates for me and, and people who look like me and women and, you know, not being afraid to talk about tough stuff, not being afraid to laugh um, and, and love and, and spreading love. And so I just I appreciate y'all so much. Well, Shaletta, you. if you if you fill that camp, if you fill the RV and you have to leave two or more of your children, I will. Uh, I'll babysit if you want me to. They can come over. You know what? Even if <laughs> yeah. I don't fill the RV, if you offer to babysit two or three kids, we own the way right now. <laughs> Shale- oh, can we end on a? Okay, we have to end on a funny. I don't think I've ever told Lex this. Jason Shaletta- babysitting. Oh, I know. No, Shaletta, One of the funniest. One of the and she doesn't know where I'm going with this. One of the funniest Lex tweets I've ever received from Shaletta. Shaletta caught me as I was tweeting. Colin and I were where we just boarded the plane to go to Disney World. <laughs> to go to Disney World for Christmas. And Shaletta was up that early tweet and she goes, I know I missed this invitation. She goes, because I I'm I, I want to be on that plane. So she sent this gif of somebody like jumping into the air to catch the plane. <laughs> Baby, he didn't call me or nothing. He sent no small signals. I said, that's all right, but I'm going to jump off a cliff and land on top of that plane. Me and all my babies, we Take all going. Me. Oh, God, I laughed. Oh. I was sitting in the flight attendant thought I was crazy. I was laughing so hard. Anyway, well, we love you, we love you, sweetheart, and thanks uh, thanks for joining us today. Yes. Okay, and I'll keep you guys updated, and, you know, I'll post pictures once I get down there because these people are so appreciative of the generosity of Minnesotans. So it, it'll be documented on social media just as a way to say thank you and let everybody know that there's some good going on in the world. Absolutely. Definitely. Have a safe trip, Shaletta. All right, girl. We love y'all. We love, love you. you. Shalette, everybody. Uh, 7.55. We're going to take a break from one great guest to another. Psychic Maria Shaw will join us live uh, when we return. And hey, don't forget, listener rewards are jam-packed. You can win a streaming sampler pack and more. Go to mytalkworld71.com and sign up. We'll be back right after this. It's a beautiful day.